It is Sunday, February 9th, 2014. This is U62 The Targ. Shall we dance? As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronic. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62 The Tar. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, my trouble in iTunes, the kickoff to the Winter Olympics, G.I. Joe turns 50, and the latest developments on the Avengers. It's episode 7.03, Witty Title Block. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 the Targ, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here. Welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. Forgive me if I'm a little bit down. I spent my afternoon fighting with my computer. I'm having computer problems. So I've got myself the iPhone, and I'm on iTunes. And when it comes to iTunes, I loved, 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 loved downloading the movie trailers. But for the past few months, I've had a problem. Every time I tried to download a movie trailer, I would just get three minutes of a green screen. So, you know, after looking it up online and going through the entire thing, I just couldn't find a solution, so I called the Apple 1-800 helpline today. And the pleasant lady I spoke to at Apple said, this is a problem she had never seen before. In fact, she even tried it on her computer at the call center where she worked, and she ran into the same problem. So after talking with her senior supervisor, the solution they came up with was that Apple movie trailers are no longer supported in Canada. And if I want to watch them, I have to get an American iTunes account. Crazy. And you know, I was waiting to get this sorted out before I buckle down and buy an Apple TV. The Apple TV, that's the device that lets you connect your computer up to your TV. So that way all of the TV shows you can buy on iTunes and that you also acquire through creative means. Wink, you can watch on your TV. So I don't know if I'm still going to get an Apple TV someday because of this or what or who knows. Just, ah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Nothing makes me feel impotent like being unable to figure out a computer problem. You know, because that's me. I'm the geek. That's my role in the family, in the office. I solve the computer problems. And when I discover an unsolvable problem, well, it's stuff like that why I gave up a career in math. Unsolvable problems, no such thing. You work at it until the problem is solved or you die. That's what my mother taught me. I think I just let you know a little far too much about my family life. So you know what? Let's move on. Let's talk about one of the big events going on in the world right now. The Winter Olympics are now underway in Sochi, Russia. I'm sure you've seen on the news people are having a laugh because, you know, things like the hotels aren't finished being built yet and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm just looking around at, you know, some of the other things going on. 
like uh, some of the new stuff going on this year. Women ski jumping, finally an Olympic event. I remember at the Vancouver Olympics four years ago, the women ski jumpers were very upset that it wasn't an Olympic event yet. They even took it all the way to the Supreme Court, saying it was a discrimination thing. But the Supreme Court came back and said, I'm sorry, but the International Olympic Committee is headquartered in France. Therefore, it's governed by the laws of France, not Canada. So, Darn. But women's ski jumping finally in. So, hey, congratulations to the ladies. And speaking of the ladies, you know, it's fun watching women's hockey. Apparently, because the USA and Team Canada are the powerhouses when it comes to women's hockey, they had to completely reorganize how they do the women's hockey tournament this year just to give the other teams a fighting chance. You know, I remember they were talking about this at the end of the last Olympics. Uh, They were talking they might get rid of women's hockey as an Olympic sport altogether because Canada and the USA are just so dominant, they want to give the other countries a chance to catch up. But this year, they completely reorganized the tournament. Don't get me wrong, the final gold medal game is probably going to be USA and Canada like it always is since it became an Olympic sport back in 1998. But, you know, it's just nice to see the other teams are going to be given a bit of a chance. It's funny, I was reading online the Vegas odds. The Vegas bookies gave their odds as to who's going to win in hockey. Of course, Canada is the odds-on favorite in both men's and women's hockey to bring home the gold. In women's hockey, I saw that Japan is the long shot. I read that and I was like, Japan has a women's hockey team? Good. Good for them. So I set up the uh, Olympic app on my smartphone to follow Team Japan throughout the women's hockey tournaments, you know, because everybody loves an underdog, especially when they're hot Asian chicks. Yeah. But I'm about babbled out on that subject. How about I move on? How about I shut up, gather my thoughts, and you can enjoy some music? Hey, we got some Katy Perry for you. Here's Roar on U62 The Targ. I used to bite my tongue and hold my breath Scared to rock the boat and make a mess So I said quietly Agreed politely I guess that I forgot I had a choice I let you push me past the breaking point I stood for nothing So I fell for everything You held me down But I got up Already brushing off the dust You hear my voice You hear that 
Katy Perry giving us roar here on U62 The Targ. Welcome back. Mark Cap is still here with you. And you know, this is a great weekend for childhood nostalgia. I read this back on Thursday, and now here it is Sunday. This weekend, Sunday, February 9th, 2014, this is the official 50th anniversary of G.I. Joe. It was at the New York Toy Fair back in February of 1964 that G.I. Joe was first unveiled to the public, so Hasbro has declared this the official 50th anniversary day. It's actually kind of funny. The uh, organizers of the New York Toy Fair, they said, wait a minute, back in 1964, we held the Toy Fair in March. And Hasbro's like, no, 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 February is when we're celebrating the 50th anniversary. So yeah, G.I. Joe, man, I love G.I. Joe when I was a kid. One of the first toys I have conscience memories of. You know, the very first G.I. Joe toys I got, I remember this. I didn't get any of the figures yet. The first thing I got were the vehicles. Uh, when G.I. Joe first came out, one of the first vehicles they released were called the Pack Rats. They were these little remote-controlled drones for the G.I. Joe. My brother got uh, the tank, with a little tiny remote-controlled tank, had four big guns on it, and I had the flamethrower, looked kind of like an elephant. It was really cool. And then, yeah, things just kind of spiraled from there, and G.I. Joe made for a happy childhood. You know, my brother was always more into G.I. Joe. My brother, he loved aircraft, so he had just about every G.I. Joe jet fighter and helicopter and futuristic looking aircraft that they had and he even hung them all from the ceiling of our bedroom when we were kids. It was really cool. But me, I didn't have as much G.I. Joe stuff, you know. When Transformers came along, I always leaned a little more towards the sci-fi, so Transformers was my scene. But still, you know, I remember my favorite G.I. Joes. I had Persuader, which was the 10-wheel tank. My favorite Joe was Jinx, the female ninja. I also had Fast Draw. He was a missile expert. He had like this huge bazooka on his backpack with two missiles. He was awesome. And of course, the bestest G.I. Joe vehicle I ever had. The one that I still have to this very day and hasn't been lost to time like most of my G.I. Joes. The Crusader. The G.I. Joe Space Shuttle. I mean, you got to remember, there were two G.I. Joe space shuttles. There was the Defiant, which was the orbiter, a space station, and the launch platform, and the Crusader, which is just the orbiter, and that's what I had. It's just, oh, beautiful. Ah, so many happy memories of G.I. Joe. In fact, I thought I would ask you for your happy memories, so I took to my Facebook page and my Twitter, and I asked, hey, what was your favorite G.I. Joe when you were a kid? And none of you responded, so go to hell. See, this is why I don't do anything interactive on the podcast. You don't respond anyways unless I offer up a prize. I should do that again. I only did a contest on the show once. Just like last time, I should see whatever DVDs I double-dipped and I'll give you a free DVD. Or, you know, I can just go down to the 99-cent store and I'll grab a 99-cent DVD. Yeah, I like that. I'm starting to like that idea. Let's have a contest here on the show once again. But until then, let's all kick back and reminisce about G.I. Joe. <sighs> Yo, Joe. U62 The Dark has everything you want in a podcast. Scooby-Doo, Batman, and Weird Al. It's the holy trinity of pop culture. Download it today at galsinabox.com. No more news, bought a new pontoon. Go out now, hit the lake by noon. You bring the drinks, I crank the tunes. Right now, come on, jump on. 
Jack Billy with the Booze Cruise here on U62 The Targ. Good afternoon, Mark Cap is still here with you. And before I go, we have some developments in the Avengers Age of Ultron, aka Avengers 2, coming out 2015. It was announced back on Friday that actor Paul Bettany is going to be playing the Avenger known as The Vision, a heroic android. Now, of course, lots of rampant speculation about this because... Paul Bettany has already been in all the Marvel movies to date. Paul Bettany does the voice of Jarvis, the AI that runs Iron Man's suit. So then, what does this mean? Is Vision going to be some kind of evolved Jarvis? Jarvis in a robot body? Possibly. Another theory, well, this kind of leads precedence to an earlier theory going around. See, the Avengers Age of Ultron, that means the villain is going to be Ultron. Ultron is this evil android who's bent on the destruction of the Avengers. Now, in the original comic book continuity, uh, Ultron was built by Ant-Man before Ultron went crazy. But they haven't introduced Ant-Man into the movie universe yet. Ant-Man is going to be the first movie after The Avengers 2. So the popular theory going around is that for the movies, Iron Man will be building Ultron. And maybe Ultron is going to be some kind of corrupted form of Jarvis. Which again makes sense, because going back to the comic book origins, Vision was originally built by Ultron to infiltrate the Avengers. So, ah, 
So much wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff going on. All I can say is 2015 better get here darn soon because I want to see what Joss Whedon is cooking up for Avengers 2. But, you know, all in all, everything still looks good for other Avengers movies. You know, Captain America comes out in April. That looks really good. Some of the early, early reviews I'm reading online are saying it's absolutely good. We get Guardians of the Galaxy in August, which looks crazy. Ah. But I, I got to get off topic here for a minute. I got to get off on a tangent. The Super Bowl was last week. And my favorite Super Bowl spot, Transformers Age of Extinction. You know, I've said it before. The first Transformers movie, awesome, fantastic. My childhood nostalgia blinded me to the flaws. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, such a god-awful piece-of-shit movie. That's where I joined uh, the chorus screaming Michael Bay raped my childhood. And Transformers 3... I felt nothing. I was completely indifferent towards it. But in Transformers 4, I damn near wet myself because of the awesomeness they showed us. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Dinobots. I repeat, we have Dinobots. Finally, I'm going to see Grimlock on the big screen. Ah, so I guess, you know, 2014 is not going to be a bad year for movies. At first, I thought, you know, 2014 was going to suck because everyone's looking forward to 2015 because of, you know, Avengers 2 and a new Star Wars movie and a new Jurassic Park and Independence Day 2. No, wait, Independence Day 2 got pushed back to 2016, which is good because that's going to be the 20th anniversary. But, you know, 2014 might be okay after all. Yep, I think that's a good New Year's message for you, too. 2014 might be good after all. And that's a good note to end it on. I'm Mark Kappas. This has been the Targ. I will see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of the Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. Well, that was pointless. Yeah.